For a limited time offer, get 10% off Hair Story's new wash by visiting hairstory.com slash braincandy and using promo code braincandy. For $20 off each your first three boxes for a total of $60 off, visit hellofresh.com slash braincandy60 and enter code braincandy60. <laughs> didn't recognize you I with know. that British accent. <laughs> what if I picked one I know, up, that's what I was like hoping Madonna. that you'd come back with something like no. that. I was even going to ask you what about, or I am asking you, what about Link? Did he say any words different while he was not over there? Not once. Oh, not even water? He's a like huge he disappointment to us oh, in man, every you way. Know. <laughs> you win some, you lose Yeah, episode 257, we're here. We're back. We're in the United States of America. Yes. U-S-A. I did that all the time. Did you really? Never. No, never. Not even once. I couldn't. They would be like, oh, I... They already think of me as like a total novelty act over there. Can you tell me a little bit about what the... uh, What's it like over there right now? Is there a vibe? Is there a... Like a... It's similar to the U.S. because of Brexit. Yeah. There's that vibe. And um, like I met people who were upset about... um, Eastern European yeah. folks coming over and into quote our England, oh. and I was like, "Oh God, oh. they're here too." Yeah, you know, sort of like Oof. us versus them. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, apart from that, my only other complaint is the breakfast offerings. Oh, are but substantive. who thinks that a fried piece of bologna is? <laughs> uh, that's what it feels like. I know. They you know keep, that thing I'm talking about? They kept referring to how we like crispy bacon. I'm like, we just like bacon. What you're eating is a slab of ham. Right. I'm, come on. Yeah. And they just don't like the idea of waffles or pancakes or French toast. Yeah. Because that's a dessert, they say. Oh. Hmm. I mean, I get what they're saying. It is an odd thing. It, it's funny. They like take the sweets out of, you know, like I feel like the even the biscuits like, I know. You're giving me dog cookies. And like scones? Who yeah. Who are they kidding with those? I want this. Get, you're, give me the sugar in there. Right. I mean, maybe that's our problem. And that's why <laughs> and we all... Collectively. Yeah, so maybe that is... Maybe ugh, they're just, Maybe they are. I mean, you know. <laughs> dang. No, but it was a great trip and we had lots of fun. I also wonder about... Like, I lived there for a little bit. Not, I mean, yeah. as a student. Yeah, yeah. And the people I lived with were convinced that french fries counted as a vegetable oh my god i'm into that you can only be into that for so long before your stomach that's a young person thing though or these people were not young oh yeah that was a british thing and i stayed at two different houses and they both were like that when you were there did you try like blood pudding and stuff yeah and did you go for it no no it's gross yeah adam was so happy he misses like blood pudding all that crap, and yeah. I just cannot believe. There's not really a lot of the English food that I'm really down with. Yeah, they're not known for their yeah. culinary. German food I like. Yeah. Austria like that. I like some schnitzel. schnitzel and what spetzel. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Me too. I'm yeah. real into that. Yeah. Give me a Bavarian pretzel any day of the week. We did get fish and chips at a chippy. Yeah. Oh, a chippy. Yeah, and it was yummy. What does Adam put on his chips? Vinegar. Okay. Yeah. None of that there. mayonnaise crap. Not right? here though. Oh. He doesn't do it here. It must just be contextual. Oh yeah. It's so good on on 
on French fries. Do you though. like it? Yes, I love it. Oh. Yeah, I'm down oh. for that. I mean, if you're going to feed me that kind of vegetable, give me some. <laughs> that vegetable. Put, put some dressing on it. Right, good point. It was fun, though. And, and you looked so beautiful in that hat. Thank you. Oh, my God. I mean, why are we not doing that? No joke. Every time you go out. I mean, you definitely need to be wearing <laughs> that time. all the time. Well, just even, why Something have nice. Americans not adopted this wedding attire the fascinator oh. you know what's interesting though is thing. like the, the you can't wear a hat in church and then mm. they definitely break that rule for weddings so what's Who that says about that you can't wear a hat in church i feel like that's a rule no it's the opposite you're like supposed <gasps> oh to. you're right okay yeah huh yeah so. but you can't wear one at the dinner table <laughs> yeah i guess so i guess that's where they draw the line right so like do you take it off to go to eat dinner or you leave it on oh like at the reception yeah. i kept it on through dinner and then i took it off to dance right. well i mean that because that can you imagine only... but i'm just saying they're so beautiful and they're like pieces of art yeah they're so delicate i'm like why are we not i, I guess we're a more casual society where did you get that my mother-in-law had three, and oh, wow. she let me choose between them. It's gorgeous. And I was so excited. Did she, she have a special box she kept them in and everything? <laughs> no, I wish. Oh, that's cool. But she uh, had no idea I was going to be so into it. Oh, Christmas she, is coming up, people. <laughs> we know we're getting Susie. They're so pretty. I guess... Dare I, I say fascinating? I know. Right? <laughs> but, yeah, that's my British tale. I do not recommend... I don't know how you deal with jet lag that often because you you travel further I don't, than I do a lot. Like when you went to Spain, where you, or wherever you were. Yeah, it seems to be not a problem on the way there, but a big problem on the way back. Yeah, just it was adjusting. Brutal. And like they say, you can take those over the counter medication and things like that that help. I don't understand how. Yeah, I feel the same with those little wristbands that say they get rid of motion sickness. That's how baloney. come on? That is come baloney. On. <laughs> one time, my mom got roped into one of those. Uh, uh, like pyramid schemey uh, companies where they give you a bunch of stuff to sell, and it yeah. was like the magnetic like insoles oh, and shoe stuff, no. and she had the trunk full of it because they like. Could, I was like, Mom, of all of the pyramid companies to be involved with, it's like I don't know. It was back in the day. It was in probably the mid nineties. Couldn't she, did she this, do Amway know. like everyone else? I don't, you know, at that time, it was like magnetic insoles, and she really like bought into the you know the thing where they have you stand on it and they push your arm down and it resists and. I don't know why that works. I mean, it probably has something to do with, I don't know, energy in the body or blah, blah, blah. So but, did she have trouble selling those babies? Well, they sat in the trunk for a long time, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they just ended up, like, m- merging into the thing, like, the items in our own house, like, or I don't know. Well, they if got we ever through. ask her what's in the trunk of her car, <gasps> that will be I the really answer. hope it's some sort of metal yeah. wear. And now it'll probably be like a, like a... That witch kit from Sephora. <laughs> um, I read something recently that I wanted to ask you about. Yeah. Right right at the top of the hour here. Yeah, yeah. Um, or no, I'll do this one first. Somebody wrote in to us named Maureen. Oh, she's in our book club, Mo. Mm. Yeah. Um, apparently, there is a business outside of Philly empowering women by educating them about cars yes. and providing a place they can trust to get the work done without being taken advantage of. And um, she provided a link. I'll put it in the newsletter. That's badass. It's really cool because we were talking about how... Yep. Sorry about that plane, by the way. How, uh, you know, you always feel like you're being taken advantage yep. of and stuff like that. Yep. That's cool. Yep. I wish there was more of that. God, I, isn't that the worst feeling being taken advantage of? Yes. We've had two landscapers 
oh, take oh, us yeah. for a freaking You've ride. Been and trouble. let me tell you, I almost went off on one this morning. What so, happened? Well, I didn't go off on them. I was just like, oh, I won't let it happen again. What are they well, trying the to do? Well, the first one, they just, we didn't realize, I don't know how, we, we ended up going with this company that is located up north. So they were just like, use, I don't know, outsourcing stuff and like, using people down here but not following oh, through on the project because yeah, yeah. they do big projects and ours wasn't like a big enough scale to have them yeah. like come down and do you a got thing. the riffraff yeah and we planted everything during a heat wave so half of the stuff died and then they messed up the settings on the sprinklers so it flooded everything and it went from being too dry to soaking wet and then the other guy landed and paid him up front took the money and ran can you like, believe that? I can't. Was his last name Bananas? Oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's probably why it's triggering for me. Right. You know? Right. And then when I had my miscarriage, I planted a lavender plant. Oh, no. No! You betcha. And I was very specific. Like, we oh replace God, it. Like, Sarah. replace it with more, another lavender plant. You know, I understand if that one was doing, like, but I don't want to see that. And I came out and it wasn't there. And it was like another sad plant in its place. Sarah. And I was, who, who I did that? had a meltdown this morning. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I that mean, is terrible. It was also, there. I mean, I, yeah. I life is hard. Life is hard. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> I had no, like, I hadn't, wasn't getting good sleep. I had a really rough day at the clinic the day before. I wasn't eating well. Like, I didn't have breakfast yet. It was just everything yeah. on top. And then I look out, and I'm like, <gasps> like, just sobbing because right. I was, like, just so sad. And I was like, that... I'm just going to go back to bed and start over. So I did. No, you didn't. I did. I went and got half an hour of sleep, and I was like, I'm starting this day over. Oh, my God. I'm really sorry that happened. Like, but... I was very specific with them. I sent him a picture. I'm like pointed like, this is where you better. And he was there like in a half an hour and putting, you know, he's like, we'll get them all in, you know, so follow through. But I am not. That is kind of the, the, um, risk you take when your miscarriage ritual involves something else that could potentially not thrive. Right. right. And it was all, it was just like the spot. It felt like it was just like, I don't know, you know, it was like heavier than it needed to be for me oh my god and i did not want to get taken advantage of so i am going line by line and being like (laughs) show me every single plant that you charged me for because i want to make sure right because that that invoice said 12 say spanish lavender and i looked in my backyard and i see nada so (laughs) she's taking stock yeah i'm like need that better not be on the bill you know who else helps you with stocks oh i do Robin Hood. Yes. I love getting their alerts that tell me how great my stock's doing. Me too. Robin Hood is this super cool app that is for investing and it lets you buy and sell stocks and all this stuff commission free. But I love it because it makes investing accessible to everyone. Totally. Which can be very intimidating if you've never done it before. So it's not just for wealthy people anymore. It's a non-intimidating way to introduce yourself to the stock market. And... I've been using it and having a lot of fun, like you said. Mm -hmm. It probably shouldn't feel like a game to me, but it totally does. Um, And I start to, like, decide which stocks I want to buy. If I have, like, a spare 20, I'll, like... I mean, you think about the other things we just throw away money on. This one is like, let's put our money towards making more money. What do (laughs) you think? That seems like a great idea. Money to work. There, it's no, there's no cost, no commission fees, anything like that. It's super easy to use. 
Um, and they're giving our listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at braincandy.robinhood.com. That's braincandy.robinhood.com. If you forget what it is, that's on our um, page of our website that has all the things if you're driving and you don't have time to write it down or whatever. But Robinhood is so much fun. Get a free stock. Yeah, man. See what you think. Download it. Um, I'm sorry that happened to your lavender, though. Oh, that's okay. New ones will be in there by the time I get home, they said. All right. So. Well, that helps. Yep. Um, then the next thing I wanted to ask you about was, it was in uh, Real Simple Magazine. You know, I love people, that magazine. I do too. Oh, it's the best. It's so fun. It's like my brain feels organized when I, I read it. I it's, read it in the bathtub because it's, it's just so like good. It's cleansing yes. of the mind. <laughs> Why do we love that so much? I should actually get it. Well, it's the same reason we love like home yeah, edit. I was thinking that. Yeah. You, so I'll give you mine when I'm done. Oh my God, I would love that. Okay. Anyway. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 so they had somebody wrote in to ask a question about like, let's say you're in the doctor's office and, or a waiting room or whatever and somebody else is waiting and they make a phone call. Uh-huh. How annoying that is. Worst. Yeah, and they were they were sort of just asking like what's the um Oh. What how do you address you this? Like yeah, the, the, is it the... okay or is cuz if you're with somebody there, you're allowed to have a conversation. So why shouldn't someone be able to oh. talk on the phone? Mm-hmm. So it's sort of exploring like the difference between those two things. And I was fascinated by I think, this. well, my theory, yeah. Sarah's got a theory. Yes. What's is yours? That it has something to do with how you talk to a person in person versus mm-hmm. how you talk on the phone. Like, there's a natural projection that you do, and you're almost speaking out towards the room when mm. you're on the phone. Mm-hmm. Versus when you're talking to somebody, you turn and face them. You're you're almost using like an eight-inch whisper, like yeah. they say in school. Yeah. And so you're you're... Your voice is more contained to that, like a smaller. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and um, that's yeah. what it says. Oh, they okay. they have a theory as well, which a Michigan State University um, found that live conversations between two audible speakers were deemed less rude than any conversation via phone or face to face in which only one person could be heard. So even if two people were there, but you could only hear one. Mm-hmm. Like they were being too loud, that's considered uh-huh. more annoying. People talk more loudly on their phones, which ups the annoyance factor, as you said. And as a rule of thumb, I'd take calls outside or in the hallway whenever possible, obviously. But you're right that number one, people speak loudly on their phones. Didn't even have to go to University of Michigan yeah. to figure that one out. <laughs> and number two, that there's something about when mm-hmm. we can only hear half, oh, where it's it's more annoying to our brain. Oh my gosh. It's, okay, so it almost wouldn't matter the the volume to which those two people were speaking as long as you could hear both of them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Although I have heard like people, some people even put speakerphone on. Have you oh, ever heard that? Yes, I have. And I'm and they're, annoyed like, walking then too. Around yes. With it. What are you doing? So in that case, I, even if I can hear I would, both sides, let's I'm just mad. join in on their convo. <laughs> I mean, you might as well. You're in, you're including everybody in this room. Right. I would just chime in. <laughs> that actually would probably be the most uh, uh, respectful, but also <laughs> rude way to. Yeah, I mean, I have a bad habit of doing things like that. It makes yeah. Adam really uncomfortable. Uh, this seems right up your alley. <laughs> I'm thinking of the uh, the guy at Apple who you're like, "See you Wednesday." <laughs> <laughs> but Adam says that like he, I shouldn't do that because. I'm a girl, so they're not going to hit me, but like he <laughs> might end up having might. to like defend my oh, honor or man. something. 
but I don't know. And it's the only defense you have, really, you know? It's like, that's kind of why the comeback is like that, because you you can't punch him in the face, so it's it's really activating your only defense mechanism in that time, and yours is pretty sharp. It's fighting so. fire with fire, totally. essentially. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was smug, so I'll be, I'll smug. be smug. And you know my line. Mm-hmm. I'm going to condescend to you. <laughs> you <laughs> condescend to me. <laughs> you started it. I love that. That's, that's one of my favorite Susie clips. That's my rule. Derek, by the way, keeps playing those I know. I, you, I, you're like, in my brain, I was just about to say how much I enjoy watching you uh, pretty much be exactly the same. <laughs> Why are you saying that? Because you talk the same. You still, like, have the same voice. And this, <laughs> of course, not like it's going to be any different. But, you know, you just talk in the same way. And Derek, you know, he's like, I don't know what he's up to. Is he starting a fight? Is that what we're doing? There are a few people who I've seen chiming in recently, like Scott Herman from my season. What happened? All of a sudden said something. He never talks about the show. Yeah. And he said something like, oh, it's because they're scared of me or something like that. And I'm like, oh, oh, somebody's got the edge. No. I know that. I know that tweet. That's weird. Yeah. It's definitely and nobody that. would even remember you, so they're definitely not scared of you. Well, I mean, he's a, you know. Yeah, if it's they knew we- yeah, him. Right. And it's weird because, like, physical fitness does not necessarily translate to abilities on the challenge. Don't I know it. <laughs> you and <laughs> I are way. winners. And, yeah. <laughs> and we're like, you know, I think getting our more- 10 minutes a day with... I think it does more now, though, to be honest. Yeah. Like, yeah. Big Easy, it ain't going to happen for him this Did days. it ever? Well, he made it to finals. Oh, that's right. And he was on the... No, oh, yeah, yeah. He wasn't in the ruins. He wasn't on the ruins. No, no. but, I mean... He, he did make it to finals. I know they do try to do those puzzles and stuff yeah. to, like, yeah. even things out, but yeah. it in the end, you got to run. Correct. So, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't be doing well in that... Department. Okay. Now let me... Yes. What? what? I have to tell you about this other... Not like I want to like send people to listen to other podcasts, but sometimes you got to mix it up. (laughs) Have you heard about this new podcast, Dr. Death? No. Oh my God. Is it about Kevorkian? No. It's about this guy. It's like happened in like 2013 to 2000. It's happening practically yesterday. Yeah. And it's this spine surgeon Mm -hmm. who... Has maimed or killed 33 out of 36 of the surgeries that he's done. And he's like, like his best friend he did surgery on paralyzed him. Oh my God. Yeah. And talking about how hospitals have been trying to, or people have been reporting him and doctors have been trying to get him, uh, you know, reported to the state boards and things like that. And he was working for Baylor in, in Texas and it's like cover up after cover up after cover up where they don't want any like marks against the hospitals. So they say that they like let him go. It's like the Catholic church it's where they just move cr- him around. Yes. It's the craziest story I've ever heard. I binge listened to seven episodes. It's like 10 episodes or something like there's six episodes. The next one comes out next week where we find out like, you know what the whole deal is. We don't know if he's faking it. If he's like, uh, faking like, it? like, like, pretending like he knows what he's doing but his intention is to kill people or if he's just really like a narcissist who thinks that he's like the best surgeon and knows how to do everything and it thinks he's doing the right thing but is really killing these people like person after person after person dead paralyzed 
I mean, it is like a nightmare. Then I went to the chiropractor yesterday <laughs> right after. Yeah. I have never been more terrified. And I was like, <laughs> I need to tell you that I don't think you could crack my neck today because I'm listening to this podcast about a spine surgeon. I'm just really freaked out. Really? And it is like crazy to hear. And it reminded me of you, how you got to be smarter than your doctor. Yeah. And like, I couldn't imagine what it would be like to have... This guy faked his online profile, like hired a PR company to do like almost like an infomercial for him with somebody saying that he cured him of his back stuff. And like they thought he was on drugs, so they would drug test him, but he would make excuses and be gone for three days so he wouldn't be able to take the test and then come back and the test would be like tampered with or yeah, it's And he's an MD. He's an MD. But he went through the research side. He only, he did like half of his, uh, um. schooling residency in, residency in the research and the other half in surgery and he only has when they finally looked at all of the surgeries he's ever done he's only done about 106 they asked another spine surgeon how many surgeries they've done in like their career during medical school over 2500 right and they were like shocked that this guy would only have done that many and they have they're letting him practice this they're, is crazy yeah. and and you haven't googled to see what I don't want to I'm not like you. That is bizarre. I have to just wait. Okay. I'm like on this kick of all these. And there's the Dear John one or Dirty John one. It's like, the, oh my God. There yeah. are some some crazy stories out there. Real life is nuts. So, you know, if you're getting <laughs> spine surgery, make sure right. you know who your doctor's getting. Also, well, check that podcast out. And what we need to talk about is how excited you are about your special hair story products. Dude. 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 <laughs> First of all, I have them all displayed nice on my counter because I love the clean packaging. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that curl cream, there's like a balm, like a, a lotion, I think yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a hair balm. Hair balm. Oh my God, my curls. Love it. Wow. Not crunchy, super smooth. Makes them like bouncy and smooth and defrizzes it. My air dry was like on point. That never <laughs> happens. I'm so excited. They Hair Story has this whole line of products that you can try that kind of get to the bottom of what a lot of people are having trouble with, with like traditional shampoos, because apparently they are at the root of a lot of people's the hair root. problems. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. And they have hair wash. And you can take like a little quiz and find out which one is the right um, formula for you. It's based with like essential oils and stuff like that. And the it's like a sophisticated product wizard that like zeroes in on here's yes. exactly what you yep. need. And they have, like I said, the wash, but then they have the balm that Sarah's using they have a lift product that gives you oh, more Oh, the volume. powder? Oh, my gosh. The powder is the best. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited about these products. They have a whole line. You have to check it out. Um, and we think you'll love it. And they get, are giving you a deal. That's the most fun part. For a limited time, you get 10% off Hair Story's new wash by visiting hairstory.com slash braincandy and using our pro- promo code braincandy as well. So you can check them out, see why they're different, see why they... Um, do better things for your hair and make your hair look fantastic. Um, and that code again is brain candy at hairstory.com slash brain candy. I really just want my textured hair friends to check out that. That's what I was thinking because, because you guys are always complaining. Oh, I am. And it's <laughs> like that sticky gel feeling where it's crunchy and it doesn't, Oh, they know what I'm talking about. Troubles brewing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Yup. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, I wonder if Dr. Death has like commented on, like he has to have commented yeah. on the, is he on the show? I think he's arrested. Oh, we, he's okay. in jail. Like they, they finally, okay. Hired, well, you, you didn't say well, that. Cause you said he was still yet. practicing. No, like he continued practicing oh, even okay. after okay. he had done all these well, that's a relief. horrible surgeries on people. I and I thought, uh, well, he better get yeah. a new PR team after that podcast. <laughs> They couldn't even take him down with the medical boards. They had to go to the district attorney and the another surgeon who was like, this guy is killing people. Like the hospital wouldn't believe, like nobody would take them seriously or, or, or stop this guy because they were worried about getting sued right. by the That's doctor. That's a big problem. So it's like the they, yeah. most they would sue is like $2 million. So they were worried about $2 million and Instead 33 people, beings, yeah, yeah, lives were worth $2 million. That's like, ugh, gross to me. So Question, changing answer. the subject. Yeah, yes. I am on Facebook, like there's this beauty group that I'm in, mm-hmm. and somebody had posted a picture of herself in there, and then she later posted just a friendly reminder, like please don't use drag queen terminology when commenting on my pictures. And then like some people were like, what do you mean? And then other people would chime in and be like, anything that's like, yes, queen, or hmm. um, you better work, <laughs> or yeah. like all those things that a lot of women now say to each other on yeah. their pictures. Yeah. Um, hmm. And I wondered, number one, had you heard of this? Well, I mean, I understand the, like, calling it drag queen, like, terminology. terminology. Yeah. But... I don't know. Yeah. You know, it kind of feels like sometimes doing things like that create, um, like work to keep that other group in like a bubble and it kind of makes it feel like, oh, well that's theirs and that this is ours. And I kind of, I don't know if I like that as much. It almost feels like we're embracing and accepting drag culture by using that being able to say like yeah i love a drag queen who looks like that i love you know what i don't know it's yeah it depends on maybe how it's said or what is said i guess does she feel insulted that people are thinking that she looks like a drag queen is that more it Mm -mm. she didn't like just the idea that she saw it as appropriating Mm. but i was just like but like if you look at what i recently had this conversation and if you look at what the definition of appropriation is yeah is, does that really fit there? I don't think so. I don't think that's what, and, and I'm not even saying this. I was having this conversation with people of color and they were telling me that <laughs> yeah, that's like, not really appropriation. You don't have to worry about Like when that. you were worried about your hoop ear. That was the conversation. <laughs> you are naming, right. you are referring to the exact yeah. conversation. She's like, you're, that, you you're fine. You can wear them. It's you're, right. you're good, Sarah. But then you were like, but I can't wear them with, with a wrap. A wrap, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> like you can, yeah. So like maybe, you know, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like yeah. appropriation to me. And I wonder what her affiliation with, like she's kind of speaking on behalf of drag queens now. Right, but she's just maybe. Uh, as far as I know, this was a cisgendered yeah, woman, right? What, whatever, and she just said, "I'm not speaking for everyone. I'm not saying this is a rule for mm, the whole group. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. for me, I just yeah, feel well, you know, I guess different that's her rules. But <laughs> I kind of like. Then I think about all you know, Yas Queen. I really thought that that was that you know, probably was a drag queen thing, but I learned about it from the show Broad City. Oh, and there. Just a couple of Jew- Jewish gals making jokes. <laughs> right. Making you smile. Yeah. And then 
Phoebe Robinson, one of the two dope queens. Yeah. That's like her. Yes, queen, yes. Right. YQY. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm always open. Like, if a drag queen says to me, mm-hmm. look, Suze. Yeah, totally. This is our thing, yeah. and you're co-opting our our terminology, then I'm like, okay, but... Yeah. I had ne- never, this had never crossed mm-hmm. my mind. I'm not really using the phrase a lot right. or any of those yeah. words a lot anyway, but I didn't know they were off limits. Mm. So I just wondered, because you're want, usually more in tune yeah. with Am these Am I allowed debates. to you say, uh, if you can't love yourself, <laughs> how the hell are you going to love anybody else? I don't think. Something like that? I don't think can so. I, does that count? Because I use that in my therapy office all the time i think you can say it but just not like you just did okay. <laughs> not with the finger <laughs> does it count if i've met rupaul right <laughs> i have a picture with him right rupaul when you he met he was not rupaul right. he was charles charles Ch- okay what's his name i think it's charles it sounds right yes he was dressed and he was not presenting as, his yes, mail presenting his mail and how was he nice to you the nicest ever that and is so taught cool. me how to make cleavage Oh, with right. Makeup. Yes. Wait, how like did a, that come Give me like a long tutorial. Like he really took time. It was the sweetest. How did it come up and he's in so tall and beautiful. Um, we were just talking about, he was at the table right next to us because we were both at the GLAAD Awards. Hey. They got nominated and right. so did we in the same category. They ended up winning. Yes. So uh, um, I said something along the lines of like, What's you a know, gal got to do around here to yeah, get some like, clean? Look, like, yeah, like look at all these, these gals are like looking better up top than me. You know, like what, what, what are the, what's the oh, trick? Oh, like the drag queen. Yes. Yes. I'm like, what? come on, help me, help a girl out here. Is it true though teeny, that the makeup titties. will work? Well, yeah, he, he was like, you have to make a champagne shaped, like, like a champagne glass. Contouring. Contouring in white, like in a light color. You'd think it was dark, you would. but you want to go light right where your like sternum area, yeah. like a champagne glass. Yes, and then uh, you do a little dark highlight right above that, and bada bing, bada boom, you're bueno. Do you it do almost it seems like the op- no, I've never done it. <laughs> so he wanted to know how. Yeah, but like, because you know what? Here's the thing: is I remember trying to do it. And whatever outfit I was wearing, there was so much transfer of makeup onto it that that was what I didn't well, want to risk. You, we have to have a follow-up session with him about what you need yeah. to do. How do you keep it set and, and is there a spray? Set and forget. Yeah, right. yeah, I need that. Okay, so, that's step two. Yeah, I only got the foundation. <laughs> first Dang it. Yeah. How well, do I get nominated for another Clad Award? <laughs> it was nice of him to teach you. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. yeah. I'm really into that. It, another fantastic documentary that I re- recommend to anyone is Paris is Burning. Okay. It is so good. It's about the Vogue scene. Oh, cool. And it's all the different houses. That's what they call them, like these groups yeah. that compete against each yeah. other. And it's this underground world. And it was something that really was a community, especially for African-American people, uh, like LGBTQ you know, folks, folks. Yeah. And they, it, it was just like such an amazing community and amazing Where did you thing. watch this? Um, Frank from the show recommended it years ago. I think I've saw it like five or six years ago now. Oh yeah. It's, it's been out for a while okay. and it's like one of the number one, like it's always in like the top a hundred documentaries or whatever. It is so good. 
Speaking Check it out. The number music one. is great. Yeah, so speaking of number one, mm-hmm. we need to talk about <laughs> my favorite cool- place to go number one and two. <laughs> <laughs> the Omigo toilet seat. O-M-Migo. Yeah. <laughs> this is so funny. Like, because every, you know, everybody has that person in their life. They're like, what do you get the person who has everything? <laughs> I have a husband like that. Yes, you do. <laughs> I found the ultimate gift. <laughs> Susie, tell them what I got. Okay. So there's this toilet seat called Amigo, and you can put it on your toilet like you would a normal toilet seat. But it washes you instead of like how we're for some reason over here in America in the dark ages. Isn't that the weirdest thing? I don't get it. I just watched a whole like clip that said countries who use bidets have way lower rates of UTIs and any kind of, you know, stuff going yeah, on down there. Because we're like smearing BM what? all over. Could, somebody in the <laughs> documentary said, could you imagine if I put poo on your arm and just took a paper that's, towel and wiped it off? That's You'd what, be like, there's still poo on my arm. That is what I heard Will Smith say on Howard Stern. And he's like, of course you would want something wet. Right. It's so silly. Oh, so anyway, this toilet seat <laughs> features um, that it's heated. It has a nightlight. It's soft closing. It air dries. It's self uh, cleans. Mm. You don't have to use TP anymore, so you're saving trees. And I mean, talk mm-hmm. about luxury. Yeah. And that's why Sarah's doing her business mm-hmm. on the Omega. Mm-hmm. Get a hundred dollars off your order when you go to myomigo.com slash brain candy. That's Omigo O M I G O. Go to myomigo.com slash brain candy to get a hundred dollars off. The future seems weird at first. Let it be weird. Yep. That's and this is like just the uh, perfect gift for that father-in-law or... Ugh, right? Yeah. Every man in the yep. universe. I, yeah, why did well, they spend, really so, women they spend so much time in there? You might as well give them a luxury <laughs> seat to sit on. I know. You know? I know. It's super fun. Yeah. I love stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. Did you... Changing the subject. Yeah. Did you read about the country or the um, like grocery store or whatever in Kuwait that was putting fake googly eyes on their fish so that the fish looked fresh? No, <laughs> stop it. I've never once looked at a googly eye and been like, yep, that's the real thing. <laughs> like those ones that you would use in like a craft yes. for a kindergartner. One of my favorite things to do when I had roommates and even when people came to visit is like and I always have craft supplies everywhere. I'd put googly eyes on the fruit in my fruit bowl. See, that's cute. Yeah, and then people would open the fridge and it looks like the bananas are staring at you. I love that. Thanks. Feel free to use that link. I will. Yeah, it's real fun. Cause I'm I'm packing lunches now. Oh know? my god! Put googly eyes he in the lunch. He would love. And you it. can make little funny faces on them. Or mm-hmm. oh, Adam's gonna be real into this too. Yeah, I like what you're saying. Yeah. This okay. is real good. So okay. googly eyes in the fish store. Yeah. So they like. Got Have they never seen actual fish in Kuwait? What's going on? The picture of it is so funny because <laughs> it's like. <laughs> this sad, dead, old fish with like the droopy eye, and then the, like the googly eye was like falling off, and so they got like I guess shut down. Did they stick it inside the socket? Good question. You know, I believe I can, they did not. Okay, because you'd almost be able to maybe. You, they should <sighs> the have removed... whites of the eyes. Like, there's so much wrong with that. There, it doesn't look real when and but in any. I gotta say, when I bought fish i actually don't even really pay attention to the eyes maybe it's a kuwaiti thing where they're like really into fresh eyeballs. Or, yeah, maybe 
maybe there's something that we need to know about what the, you know, like there's that secret little part of the avocado where if you take off the little top and it's green, it's still good. But if it's brown, don't yeah. even bother opening it because yeah. you know it's going to be bad. Yeah. Maybe the eyeball is like that for the fish. If it's gray, it's like not good. You know how sometimes they almost look like they have cataracts? Yeah. Maybe. Or, and know, you even hear that about the human eye. I mean, besides being the window to the soul, they yeah. also say like uh-huh. a lot of the health you yep. can tell from like your mouth and your eyes yep. and things like that. Yeah. So maybe we should take a look at that. Maybe well, yeah. I'll walk in here with those googly eyes pasted <laughs> on. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I thought oh, that was hilarious. Really funny. You're gonna have to put that picture up uh, somewhere in our. <laughs> I will. Yeah, I'm gonna need to see that. Whenever stuff like that trends on Twitter, it really does help bring levity to mm-hmm. what is often a depressing news day yeah. or whatever yeah. that's going on, and you're like overwhelmed with like the garbage in the world and then you're like oh but somebody put google right google yeah it's always fun to take a peek at what trending on twitter and being like huh why is mario kart and toad trending (laughs) now sometimes i will compare like what's trending for brain candy's account oh it's totally oh it's different Mm -hmm. yeah for a while i had a i was playing uh fantasy football and i had a bunch of like i started following a bunch of the nfl players and some of them followed me back no big deal uh yep i see you travis kelsey (laughs) um yeah he's so hot too uh, that's not sure. And he's doing real well this year. Go to If he, um. <laughs> if he slides into your DMs, please tell oh, me. Oh, I can't wait. Cause that would be yeah. great. Yeah, I will. Um, I don't even remember what I was talking about. Oh yeah. <laughs> See how distracting Trending topics. Uh, so it was all like NFL sp- and like sports reports. I'm like, I'm not even that into Sports reports. Yeah. Sports reports. Yeah. Hey, they wait, should... hold on. Where is it? Damn it. <laughs> This in on the sports report, Sarah doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> sports report. If there isn't something called the sports report, they really need to make it. You know what? We should just have one. Yes, and like alternative alternative sports. Are By like- the way, that reminds me, some gal wrote in today. I wish I hate when I can't remember people's names, but she wanted us to talk about the Serena Williams okay. thing. Yes, we have to. Tell me what you think. I am so team Serena Williams. It's like not even funny. And I was really upset when I saw that cartoon (gasps) that made the other tennis player white White? with blonde hair. Yeah. It looked like you on the other side. Mm -hmm. And then I saw, I'm like, that's not what she looks like. And that really, oh, that that was not okay. And there's a bigger thing that she was, point she was trying to make. It wasn't about her match right here. It was about... The whole system and the how this is how it's been, and they're like she quoted uh, matches from 2017 and with the same ref yeah. and how he responded when there were guys that were like fuck that and oh, sorry Linda you know, <laughs> and he was like didn't even care about that but he was really mad about her saying. Well, let me ask you this because I bet you know more than me. I I basically saw, you know, the interaction she had with the ref and the aftermath, yeah. but. What was she getting coached by her coach? What was the deal no, there? No, I think you know the and it was interesting because I I had watched a lot of matches at, you know in that tournament. Yeah, and they always cut to the coach. They you know cut to the coach in the stands. Yeah, multiple times I saw the coaches either talking about something or saying things with their hands that were other people's coaches. Okay, it to seems the player. Like, yeah, to to. 
I mean, that's just what you're going to do. You're going to look up there, and he's the coach. He's going to. It's kind of like the moms when they have the daughters who are competing in like a dance recital, and the mom sitting in the chair, totally. going on, like doing it along with her, and like mouthing yeah. the words because she's watched her practice, and it almost is like those are mirror Reflexive, neurons. Reflexive, yeah. yeah. That those are that's your brain reflecting empathy and your relation to the other person. It's something that they do because they're. Yeah. Close. Yeah. And I don't think that he was... It was nothing out of the ordinary. Okay. And she doesn't need any goddamn coaching. She knows what she's doing. Like, there's nothing that he's telling her that she she doesn't already know. She knows. I felt the pain in her voice when she said, I have never cheated in my life. Yeah. And I believe her. Yeah, I do too. And when she said, I have a daughter, I was like... Oh, that hits me. Yeah, because that seemed like what she was fighting for right there. It was bigger than It was bigger than that. It was like, I have a daughter, and I don't want her subjected to the the ways that, you know, you guys have treated me. Yeah, and and also she is setting an example of of integrity in sport. She's saying, I would never cheat. I have a kid or whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, I do think there's a double standard. And was it Martina Navratilova, or I forget which one of the older... Players said there is indeed uh, uh, someone else. The real famous one, lesbian, came out. Oh my gosh, she's got Billie Jean King. Oh, I love her. Yes, <laughs> the lesbian. Well, I, I mean, was like, because mm, I like, think Martina Navratilova is also. Yeah, but she. I mean, like the the <laughs> founding the, the woman les- of tennis <laughs> who just was like, I'm out and I'm proud and yeah. So her. Yeah. You know. And she agreed that there's a yeah. standard. She's like, yeah, I stand with We saw with it her. with Andre Agassi. We saw it with that yes. dude. Um, oh, my God. That was, oh, I forget his name. He was a white guy that, well, there we go again. Oh, a white uh, tennis player? That right, narrows oh, it yeah, down. Oh, yeah, right. Anyway, but they uh, always had tantrums. Yeah. And it was like their trademark yeah. throwing rackets yeah. and things like that. Oh, man. I would be fined all the time. They The same person that wrote in about that also wanted to know our thoughts on how people were blaming Ariana Grande for Mac Miller's They always try to do that. What do you think about that? I can't stand that. Like, I mean, any time that you're holding the woman... Yeah, yeah. Well, and also, like, the nature of addiction is... (sighs) That contributed to their relationship, you know? Like... This wasn't, this isn't just something that he dealt with just right now. You know, he overdosed. If somebody's at the point where they're overdosing, this is like, this has been going on for a while. He was probably using drugs while they were together. I'm sure that affected her relationship in a negative way. We don't know the reasons why they ended the relationship. Maybe she said, I love you so much, but I recognize that what you're doing is unhealthy and I'm. I can't be a part of this yeah. because it's not a healthy place for me. To me, that sounds like a woman who was able to set healthy boundaries for herself and kind but still of still loved him. And still yeah. And, and maybe that's a yes, evidence of Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I met somebody recently who had almost a, kind of a similar story and well really a similar story and she felt so much yeah, pain guilt from that and, and guilt and it's just so sad to hear that and and she knew that she was she did everything she could. Yeah. But at a certain point you have to say, you know, your decisions are your decisions and I have to do the what's yeah, the best for me. Yeah. Stop holding women accountable yeah. for the behavior of men. For real. Because you know what? I guarantee did did anybody say anything when 
uh, Amy Winehouse died? Did they blame her? I think boyfriend? people, you know what? I think that people do really. I don't know if they blame him, yeah. but definitely acknowledge he was a bad influence. But that's yeah. different because they were both addicts together. Yeah, that is very true. So you yeah. could see more of a codependent scenario. As soon as, as soon as Mac Miller, I found out that he passed away, I was like, somebody needs to check on Ariana Grande. Yeah, you, in fact, you said it to me. Yeah, because yeah, I was like, I was somebody like, needs to check on Mac her Miller? because she's yeah. going to be not, this is going to really affect her. Yeah. And somebody needs to be looking out for her because it's not her fault. Yeah, amen. So that was submitted by Tanya. I looked her name up, and thank you, Tanya, for those great topics. I love when people say we should talk about such and such, because sometimes, especially if we don't see each other for a minute, things happen, and then we forget to... Tons of stuff. ...discuss. Right. Uh, Another important issue is how you're going to eat dinner tonight Uh with HelloFresh. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, not important. I mean, well, I should say I don't have to worry about it anymore because it's taken care of. Yes. HelloFresh takes all the boring crap out of <laughs> your mealtime plans because they send you the ingredients that you need in a box. And you can pick, like, the classic veggie or family. And it brings your – for me, it brought my family together in the kitchen. Yeah. Sarah watches. It's real cute. It's so cute. Um, And, like, it's – makes cooking simple and convenient because you don't have to go to the grocery store or like meal plan. Yeah. I've never been good at that. No, me neither. And I so, want to. Yeah, I, I'm aspirationally yeah, yeah. a meal plan. And I can handle about a half an hour. <laughs> so that's luckily what HelloFresh gives me. And now that Lincoln's in school too, I know that on a certain day of the week, I'm going to get these meals and we know what we're eating and we don't have to worry about it. And so it's just more convenient and simple. And it's super affordable. And plus you get a deal if you use our code for $20 off each of your first three boxes for a total of $60 off, visit HelloFresh.com slash BrainCandy60 and enter promo code BrainCandy60. So that is a freaking great deal. Delicious deal. Um, also. 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 Mm-hmm. I want to say, mm-hmm. did you read about the <laughs> offer that KFC was making for if you named your baby... Harland. Wait, <laughs> that's my father-in-law. Har, my with his, a D. I know. Okay, there's a D. Yeah, my father-in-law is Harlan. Yes, I love that if, name. If you were to have a baby at this point, and if it were a son, if you named it Harland, yeah, you could get eleven thousand uh, dollars. Why? Oh, um, well, the founder, um, the colonel's oh. name was oh. Harland. Man, I would have just. I would have definitely done that if I had, had a boy, and I would just drop that D and be like, I named you after, you know, just kind of like erase it. For, it's a silent D. Erase it on the birth certificate. You know, they have, you know, the companies do these gimmicks of baby names and stuff like yeah. that. I've never, ever, ever heard of that. Did any company do Never. That? Not oh. once. I did not know this was a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. And like, and sometimes it'll be like, Let's say a lady has her baby at like a Dairy Queen, and then she'll name her baby like Princess. Oh, oh my God, <laughs> that whatever. is so hilarious! <laughs> but like oh. then the baby will get like all kinds of crap. Oh, and you were on my case for wanting to name my twins variable and control. <laughs> but that you get nothing for That's except true. That's true. Hilarious. Satisfaction. Yeah, of, yeah. it's laughter and, and a joy. laugh, but only with academics. <laughs> no one else. I mean, I if I were a person that, 
you know, could use a few dollars. Yeah, I would do that in a second. Because it's a scholarship for the kid oh in my this gosh, case. Eleven thousand dollars yeah. towards their college. And that's not giving them a dumb name. No, it's I think it's a it's nice name. It's a really name. nice name. Yeah, Harlan, but it's got, that's a great name. They said that like Obviously, it's not very popular now. Yeah. I guess it was when the colonel was alive. <laughs> and so they're like, we're trying to bring it back. <laughs> so. So have people take, taken them up on this offer? How many babies we got going? So far, I haven't heard of any. I just heard the announcement of the promotion. Mm. But I really hope people go for it. Yeah. I think it's hilarious. Man, my due date would have been right around <laughs> this time. Right. Well, tell me, though, because I was going to ask you that, like, do you have... um feelings about that due date yeah oh i would too yeah yeah especially since i have two friends who have babies or are having babies within like a one week yeah. period of that right and i was like man we, if this would have been like all of us together all of our kids would have been the same age that's real fun yeah you know and then they rip out my plants so it's kind of like right around the time of the right when the lavender know, would have been right, blooming. right so you know mm. but uh it really wasn't an, until like i didn't realize how many things i had signed up for or like oh, I, yeah, I made I the amazon Instagram registry where you got baby formula on oh, yeah. your freaking oh, yeah. porch yeah that was like ooh, that feels weird i because i remember when i was pregnant you these things show yeah. up yeah. like you don't even know you've signed up through yeah. whatever your doctor or amazon or whatever yep. And then crap shows up at your door. Uh-huh. And they really should have something put into place for folks who lose uh-huh. their babies. Yeah. Did you that s- probably happens a lot. Well, we know it does. Yeah. Did you see there was a celebrity who I'm not a celebrity couple who was talking about miscarriage? Yeah. Uh, mo- Marie, something Lampert is it? It's a country singer, right? Oh. I feel like it's um, I feel like it's a country singer. Okay, well, the the person that I was reading about, the man was actually saying that they shouldn't call it that miscarriage because oh. it implies yeah. you're like at fault. Like yeah. you, if you miscarry something, yeah. then you make a mistake. You've done something. I wrong. totally agree with this guy. Yeah, wonder- who was it? Oh, was it Gabrielle Union? And Wait, her oh, you're talking about Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. And her, yeah, she's been talking about the struggle yeah. she's had. And then I this know someone else. Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade, they have been trying for a really long time. And no I think she has endometriosis, and she's been very vocal about the struggles. And Yeah, know, it's very I, th- I mean, I almost feel like, not lucky, but I mean, these women have had four in a year, you yeah. know? And it's just like... Oh, I couldn't imagine what that would be like. So we do that. There should be a better name for that. That yeah. is a very antiquated, like blaming. Right. Who thing. came up with that? But what would be better? I don't know. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I do think like that whole realm. Yeah. Is sort of under. Like we kind of just say cared for. Like when we talk about Atlanta, I'll be like, oh well, we lost the, lost a ba- lost the baby, or but then it kind of feels like, well, it's not like he wandered out into the woods right. and couldn't get home. You right. Know, it, but people still... do use that about like you know if you lose a parent or yeah. So I guess the, yeah, that's a f- yeah maybe a little bit better. Yeah, it kind of takes away <clears throat> the I don't know the death part of it a little bit. You think? Yeah, I don't know. It softens, softens it. it. Yeah. Same with. Like there was some therapist, I can't remember who it is. I think his name is Yalom, something Yalom. Um, but some famous uh, uh, therapist who 
talked about how in the room, like working with clients, you shouldn't say like this person passed away and you should be more direct. And I don't know if I really believe, if I'm really on board really? with that. Just they said you should call it when this person dies, when this person, like be more in therapy. direct. Yeah, when you're working with them. In, but what about in conversation socially? Mm, well, no, it doesn't he didn't apply. have a little, he didn't write anything What about do you that. think? I think that it does. I think you should talk about it as like lost and this yeah. person passed away. I think it needs, I think you need to work at the, the pace of the person who's grieving. And if they say, if they introduce like this person died, died yeah. then you can start using that word. But I feel like it's a word that needs to be introduced by the the client. But maybe that keeps them in a state of like grieving for too long. And maybe that, I don't know. Hmm. But Everybody, I think, moves at their own pace with that. Right. And it looks so different for everyone. I was reading this really beautiful piece on uh, Maya Rudolph in the New York Times. I love her. I think it was, yeah. I love her. I think she's so sexy yep. and so smart. Mm -hmm. There's just something about her. Totally. She has that attractive whatever, and I've always felt that way. But she was, most of the piece was describing how she is the reason why she's such a great comedic actress and a great impressionist is because she didn't really feel comfortable in who she was. Mm. She's um, a mixed-race person. Her mom was a famous um, African-American singer. She sang that song, Loving You. Oh. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and her dad is the white... Um, I think he was a producer of music. Uh -huh. Anyway... I've always thought how stunning she is, yeah, and often beautiful. that's the case of people with mixed heritage. Mm -hmm. But they did put a picture in of when she was like three, and it was like I, you've never seen a person that looked like this. Like the hair was yeah. wow, <laughs> like you know, different yeah, than yeah. you expect, or yeah. even how her hair is now because uh -huh. she knows uh -huh. how to take, take care, care of it and stuff for how she likes it. Yeah. And so she felt like um, an outsider. But I bring it up just to say that she lost her mom at a young age. Mm. And she kept bringing that up that, like, she now looks back and t thinks a lot about how kids process information yeah. and how we don't really know a lot about lot what's all. going on with kids. And they're all different. Oh, my God. In fact... I'm sorry to ramble, yeah, but there no. was also another article I read about how psychology in general is having this sort of crisis. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I just have to it? be like, listen, <laughs> the, there, it's an art and a science. You have to like, you know. Well, the bad thing about uh, your field is uh -huh. that like, you know, it's people really take it seriously. My, nobody takes my stuff seriously so i don't have the same bar like mm. everyone thinks religion's ridiculous anyway <laughs> so with you guys though yeah. we are really relying on right. you to get crap right right did you read about the the marshmallow thing no it was i read about it and other ones that it was it seems like there are a lot of studies yes, that they're being like mm, bad news yeah. yeah well okay i swear Small i'm gonna go back oh, yeah, to really i believe i can find the file of a previous brain candy mm -hmm. where we talked about the famous marshmallow Yes, test. we definitely did. And at the, the time... The delay of gratification, yeah. putting it in your mouth, it maybe is an indicator that the children who did this would be more prone to addiction or uh, impulsive like they, behavior. Yeah, if you ate if, the marshmallow. Yes. 
But if you didn't and you waited, you were predicted to have more success in life. Yeah. At the time, because I've always been bothered by this, because I imagined myself in that position as a child and I was poor. Yeah. And I said, I believe I said on the show, I think they should consider whether the kid is from a wealthy background or not. Uh Because I know my kid would wait for the next marshmallow because he doesn't give a shit. He could have marshmallows anytime he wants. Uh-huh. But if I saw a marshmallow, you there was another I would chance never for marshmallows. know for sure whether they were going to give me two. Yep. So I'd take the one. And wow. they and they have found since okay. in a bigger study that that's the predictor of whether, and that's why it determines this success. Is so fascinating that you bring this up because just this week in class, one we're in this life cycles class, and one of the topics was, uh, uh class like where you are like class systems yes. like where you are the greater the pay gap the greater the pay gap between like the wealthy and the poor the more distrust there is and that i think that is an echo of what you're saying is that there's not even a trust that the person who's going to be supplying the marshmallow will in fact give you two marshmallows later well, and it plays into such a big and thing. If you grow up poor and your family says, on Friday, we're going to order a pizza, but then they don't have the money on Friday, you don't know. Yes. You aren't going to oh get God, the pizza. Oh, my God, you're so right. So you, you grow up thinking, like, if that's there now, I'm taking yep, it. Yeah, I'm taking what I can get right now. And the instant gratification, which is almost, we even talked about this in class, it's a cycle that keeps you in that class. Yeah. Because you're... Your if money's filling, coming in. Yes. Money's also going at, and it's going out and you're spending it. And there's no, like the, the concept of saving or putting, like I, I'm going to sacrifice something right now so I can have something later is really difficult when yeah. you don't have your basic needs met right now. Yes. Dude. And so this is what that stuff. study predicts is simply if you are from a privileged background, you have a greater likelihood of being successful later. And if well, you, thanks for telling us something right? we didn't even need you to research. And I just feel like maybe that they were talking about like the replication problem. And a lot of these studies that are really yeah. exciting, mm-hmm. they're having trouble replicating. Mm-hmm. It took them long enough. They've been going with that marshmallow thing. It was yeah. only with 80 kids, oh, the original. God. That's what that's, oh, that's the article I read was, I don't, I can't remember what the study was, but they looked at it and they're like, sample size you is had important. like 50 people and they were all college students from this town. You can't do that. It's not right. Uh, yeah. So evidence-based treatments, it's kind of difficult to even. Right. You better work on that. Yeah. I you trying. got your work cut out for you. I know. It like I still, I, every day I'll read something that excites me in your field though. And so, yeah, it can be frustrating when yeah. things are like in flux. But the good thing is, is we're learning more about the brain and the areas of the brain and how the brain works. I think a lot of these tests that were done were, and it's almost like a top down or bottom up way of figuring out the problem. Mm-hmm. So being able to look at the how, like how this chemical imbalance plays out in real life Mm -hmm. versus looking at what does this chemical imbalance look like inside the brain and how can we 
I don't know, change things and control things by activating certain centers, like being able to reduce fear in people by stimulating certain parts of the brain or vice versa and like treating trauma patients. And they're able to look at more and more of like how the brain works and how the brain responds and what areas are activated. Like we know more about trauma now than we did. I mean, obviously you always know more than the previous generation. Yeah. But you know, that whole flight, fight, flight, and freeze thing. Yeah. That's an, the freeze one is a new I one know. that they've just tacked they just on. I thought of that. And that one is almost the most, like, the thing that's the most common. Like, I just read in this amazing book, The Body Keeps Score, that is all about trauma and, and how we process it in the body. And it showed that there's an, an area of the brain called Broca's area, which is where we learn language, which is where language is developed. Hmm. And when the person experiences trauma, that part of the brain shuts down, like completely deactivated. So when people say, I don't even have the words, they literally do not have the words because that area of the brain has gone dark and they know that they can even trigger that similar response if you put them in an MRI and read through them a detailed description of that trauma again, once again, that center will shut off. And they can't do what? can't talk like they can't come up with the words it's not like it shuts off for forever Mm -hmm. but as they're describing and reliving the trauma in their mind their mind can't process like rationalize it's using two parts of the brain to it needs to use two parts of the brain to rationalize what's going on like the left and the right that kind of balance out and make are allow us to kind of make sense of what's happening but when we're in trauma all that rationalization part shuts down and you're like in this straight survival, very like reptilian mode. And so all those other things about like processing emotions or feelings, none of that is activated. Right. So you can see how anything external that triggers those kind of things also activates that. And you think about how this relates back to everything you're talking about. It's like you think about a child who's experienced even like the trauma of, not having their basic needs met. Like trauma can look like, it, it doesn't need to look like war or like a car accident. It can be unmet needs from a very young age. And if something triggers those same kind of responses, you're looking at like basic different brain chemistry. Yeah. So we're able to look at more about that now. Right. And so maybe these these experiments aren't, they can be used to kind of like test a theory that you've developed in looking at the brain. Maybe, sure. You know? Yeah. It just needs to be a better representative sample, a yeah. larger sample size, yeah. and then maybe consider more mm-hmm. factors. Yeah, and also, like, it almost seems dangerous to try to make a prediction of you're going to be successful or you're going to be an addict because it almost seems like labeling that child as that based on one behavior. And I wonder if that child internalizes that and says, well, because I will be honest, after listening to that study, I was like, well, you know, that's probably why I, you know, I, I, I don't know, whatever kind of like addictive behavior I yeah. partake in. I was uh-huh. like, well, this explains it because I would totally eat that marshmallow and maybe it's because my delay of, gra- so I've almost tried to create like yeah. delays of gratification to counter that when really I don't need to be freaking worried about that because that wasn't an in- a predictor anyway. I just right. got it in my head. Right. Based on the results of that test. Right. Yeah. And you start to think, wait, uh-huh. what category do I fit in? I'm destined for addiction Which is like or whatever. Confirmation. But like, yeah. So we're, you're almost training your brain to be the way that somebody told you you right. are. I've been fighting that my whole life. Yeah. 
A right? lot of people do. Because everybody in elementary school is put into like a category. Yep. Like even with like a reading group. Totally. Are you in the advanced? Yep. Are you in the middle? Mm-hmm. Are you in the below average or whatever? And then you think that's who you are forever. Totally. And so if you, if you can, yeah. just don't stick with that. That's right. what I've been trying to do for my entire adult life. Like I'm not going to be that. Right. You know? Yeah. But... And it, you aren't your labels. That's for sure. And like we were talking about with the comedy thing, it's never too late to be something else. Right. And we are in we are in the driver's seat. You are in charge. Right. This is where like self-worth, identity, those things are like the most important. Like forget about anything else. Just think about who am I, what is my worth, and do I love myself? That's the whole problem though with families is like who you are at whatever <sighs> age is like who they see you as forever. Worst, right? right? I hate that. Yeah. Because obviously we change and yeah. hopefully. Yeah. And the, but they still think this is who you are. Mm-hmm. You fit into this category because it's like convenient and mm-hmm. lazy thinking. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. <laughs> and fuck Linda. <laughs> All right, we're out of here. See you next time. <gasps> Bye.